Hello and welcome to Brewskies and House Keys. I am Nicole Kostelecki. And I'm Nick Papantanakis. And we are here at Remax Alliance Old Town Office. I'm enjoying some beers and some non-beers. Well, beers-ish. Beers-ish. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We, we're we dabbling in and out of the NA thing more and more. Uh, it's a Today, it's, a, I guess, a personal choice mm-hmm. um, given the weekend I had. But I'm proud of you for mm-hmm. staying to it. And we'll I promise that I, I promise I'll keep drinking beer. <laughs> but for the yeah. theme, for the sake of the podcast, yes, it's not called hop tea in house keys. No, although that is kind of catchy now that I say it. Well, we're not gonna do that. There's not enough of those. No, there's not. Okay. Um, but anyway, speaking you of had this a good week, weekend, oh, huh? It was a blast. Yeah. Um, it was balanced with work stuff and non-work stuff, which Same. was kind of by design. So I got the chance to spend a lot of time with the fam. Um, we got to do a nice hike out at South Table Mountain. Um, actually, it was just oh. it was just my wife and I because Jane had two birthday parties to go to Daisy? this weekend. Daisy, we took Daisy, yeah, and we just the, just the three of us went for a hike. Jane was at a little birthday party riding horses. So, oh, that's neat. I know. Where was that? Uh, so how by Ralston Valley High School. I don't remember what the place is called, but. Yeah. Um, it was only like four little girls that went. My nieces like to do that too, and that's fun. It's sweet, and yeah. they have a blast. I secretly hope Jane doesn't get too into it because it's an expensive hobby to right. start down the path of. Yeah. But who knows, you know? So. Especially here. I mean, in other states where you're on farms or whatnot, it's it's, it's more prominent. Yeah. But here it's not. We're no so. longer a cow town, even though yeah. we try to be sometimes. Yeah. Um, how about you? Uh, yes, my weekend was good. Got some work and some play. We went to a derby party, which was super fun. Oh, yes. Yes. One of the ladies in our office um, hosts a derby party for, it's it's a fundraiser for cystic fibrosis, and it was a blast. Got dressed up and had maybe one too many mint juleps. <laughs> as one fun. is supposed to do and these are these parties are notorious for that so it's not yeah. like you were in bad form you no. were probably uh much better off than some of the other folks that i actually did feel i i did wear a hat it wasn't like super fancy but it was a sun hat that i've never really worn sun hats before like so you either go like grand or you go micro yeah mm. i i just went and borrowed one for my sister so that's what i did <laughs> I I picked from what I had, <laughs> oh, that, or what she had, I should say. I was at the uh, land title office down in Old Town, Arvada, here on Friday, and mm-hmm. the receptionist had the tiniest clipped-on hat on top of her perfectly done hair there, and I was like, oh, so you're ready for tomorrow. And she goes, yes. Yes, and I a am. A little tiny tip of the little <laughs> tiny hat. It was That's perfect. funny. I like yeah. that. I like the micro more That's than cool. a gigantic, I think. Yeah. We also had the... Balloon event. Hot air balloon yes. event this weekend, which yes. was a lot of fun. Thank you to the clients that came out. Definitely loved having you guys out there. Another bummer of a kind of an early end, though. I mean, by yeah. 8.20, I think those balloons were down the wind. again. Just due to the, the breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we served a lot of pancakes. We served a lot of sausage, a lot of coffee, and a lot of people got to ride. Yeah. I think I rode three times. Well, that's good to know. If you, I mean, if you're going to come to the event next year, then make sure to show up early. That's should be your number one rule. And I know it's tough. This, I think, this year was especially tough because of the timing with 
Cinco de Mayo was the day before. Right. And then we had the Derby that day. So a lot of people were, you know, not yep. up yet because they were planning for the later in the day. And then it's it's Saturday. Graduations right? are starting to come too. Like there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of parties. A lot of parties. I have coming up. Folks with kids are doing baseball and soccer and all, yep. you know, so it's, it's just a lot. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a, it was a juggling act, I think, this year for some people, but definitely still a, a fun turnout mm-hmm. to see everybody out there. Plus, it's two giant Remax balloons in a park yeah. in Golden. It was. Very What's not neat. to love? We got some great photos, courtesy of our podcast guru, extraordinaire. extraordinaire slash very, very, very talented photographer, Nico Leosis. So thank you, sir. Good woo, woo, woo. looking work there. <laughs> there he is, our man behind the camera. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I'm assuming you real estated this weekend. Too. I did do some real estating and helped with some clients that are under contract. So looked over some things and Heck yeah. yeah. It's good. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. And you? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Open house. I, I dabbled. I did an open house on Saturday for my, my client in uh, Westminster. Mm-hmm. And then my father, beloved seasoned veteran that he is, is in Washington, D.C., fighting oh, for realtors' rights for three days. I think that's what you're doing, Dad. I did don't know for sure. Did he leave today or Sunday? He left on Sunday. Oh, gosh. He was probably here. I think. <laughs> and he his flight was supposed to be at 3.30 in the morning. Sorry in advance, Dad. He missed his flight. Or he was supposed to leave the house at 3.30. His flight was at 6. He calls me because I texted him. I was like, at like 7. Let me know when you're on the oh ground. Gosh, and at like 7.30 or 8, he goes, I didn't miss my flight. Uh, he called me. He's like, I missed my flight. So I'm just now getting to the airport for my 12.30 That's flight. I was like, funny. so. I find that to be really funny. Good job, dude. <laughs> you derbied. Well done. I don't think they're related. I don't think the derby had anything to do with him sleep oversleeping. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Uh, nice. But yes, I also um, I also visited, since this is Brewskies and Housekies, and I'm not drinking today, yesterday I went and met a past client uh, with my wife and daughter at a place called Wonderland Brewery in okay. Westminster. This is a must. Where is it at exactly? It's like 120th um, east of, oh wait, no, I guess it's west oh. of Sheridan. Yeah. Um, And it's, I don't know what the cross street is exactly there, Chase maybe, 120th and Chase, but... It's good. It's good beer. Yep. They have good food in their little like food area that they have set up. The place is massive. It has mm-hmm. a massive footprint. It has pinball. It has uh, video games. It has a nine-hole putt-putt course. It has two pickleball courts. It has two basketball courts and a stage for live music with like 150 seats on their outdoor wow. area, plus a full like bar set up inside and about a dozen tables inside. It's Pretty like, cool. It's like the brewery that I wish I owned. Because it's everything you want to do. The only thing missing Anymore. maybe is like shuffleboard. But they had cornhole, they had it all. They had everything yeah, else. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a brewery. It's their own beer. And Wonderlands, there's a lot of Alice in Wonderland stuff okay. around there. Um, well, we'll have to feature them sometime. I think it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. And it's definitely worth a visit for anybody listening. If you haven't been there, please go. There you go. Including. Oh, <laughs> I want to say that so bad because it'd be amazing. They'd probably yeah, say yes to too because they're, they're all the, just the nicest people. So anyway, awesome. Awesome place. Well, speaking of beer yeah. and drinking, what are you non-drinking? Uh, not beer. <laughs> um, so we talked about Hoplark before. This this beverage is from Hoplark as well. They're based out of Boulder. This is their hop tea and it's their black tea um, version, which is going to have 
um, some some caffeine in there, and then it's also made with Cascade and Citra hops. So it's got some good um, hoppy bitterness to it. It's re- it's really good. I like those. I do. And it's carbonated. It kind of scratches refreshing. the itch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of these, and they have a chamomile one too. So it's going to be not caffeinated. So they've got they've got a good a good, good mix of bevies. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. How about you? Um, I am drinking the Rock Climber from Living the Dream Brewing Company out of Littleton. And it is an IPA, like always. Like always. I love them. Because like, we can't help ourselves. I swear, I had that. Very I will, refreshing. I will try it. Try it. It's, that. it's really refreshing. It's hop hop forward. Um, not really fruity or anything. Just hoppy and bitter and delicious and refreshing. I think they have that sticks. Do you want to taste oh, it? Oh, could be. I've never seen them before. Apparently, they opened in 2014, so they've been around. It's and they're, good. They're not, I looked on their website, their nine-year anniversary party is coming up in July. So maybe that's a good time to visit them. Yeah. What else did you find out about them? They've their... got, you know, they're kind of the uh, quintessential brewery of Colorado. They've got trivia nights. They've got uh, bingo nights. They've got uh, some food trucks on rotating schedule there. So seems like a pretty cool place to go. I love that. I love how you, in Colorado you can just go to any brewery and probably find something to do. In the evening. And eat. Like, it's Which not just really going cool. and getting, you know, a lot of beers. You end up being able to make it a night. That's almost like... It's an event in a, yeah. in and of itself. That's a preferred activity for my family and I. Like, we can yeah. take my daughter and go do that. And it's not untoward because we're not just sitting there getting drunk with our kid. Yeah, I need to do that. I haven't really done, like, a good brewery night in a while. Wonderland, go there. Okay. Or go to, you know, the dream. <laughs> no, go there too. Seen the dream. <laughs> I like both the names, to be honest. There you go. They're both great. They both emit some sort of like positivity. Yeah, yeah living the dream. Speaking of living the dream, what are we talking about today? <laughs> Market updates. Oh, man. My favorite, actually. I well, love them. I mean, we obviously we do them once a month, but I feel like it really is nice to, to kind of just take that pulse of what's going on. Yeah. Yes, so. it's important. It's important for us to do that, one. And two, it's I love numbers, so here I am. It's a good thing you're in real estate then. (laughs) It's all kinds of numbers. Yeah. So why don't you hit us with the prices? I'll dive in. So we start with our um, residential average median home prices. So for, we're looking back at March, or I'm I'm sorry, we're looking back at April. April. Um, Remember, because it is the beginning of May, uh, our median home price was 580,000. That includes all homes, attached and uh, detached homes. That's a 2.47 increase. From the month previous, from March, so um, you know that's that's that price is eking up a little bit. Um, if you split that up, detached single family homes median home price six hundred forty thousand, so that's up over three percent, three point three percent from March, and then attached is going to median home price is going to be four hundred ten thousand, which is a slight increase from from the previous month. Um, about 0.68%. So nothing crazy there, but overall still seeing that climb mm-hmm. in prices, which I think is not uncommon from, from the spring market. Right. So, yeah. um, and then if you look back, which is always a good thing to do too, I think a year ago, because in a lot of ways we're in a similar market as we were a year ago, give or take, obviously interest rates are different. Interest rates are different, and we also, you know, had the Marshall fires last year. So I think that's important to take into account. Um, but yeah, year over year, we are down. Yeah, about five percent. Yeah, on the home prices. So, um, but yeah, I guess that's 
that's the best way to look at it is there was interest rates are now higher. And then same thing, the Marshall fires put out a thousand people, a thousand families. So and much like COVID, I mean, that's, a, that's one of those yeah. anomalies that happens that you have no control over. You can't plan for, but you do have to use it. Looking back at historical data to really best assess what's it. happening now. Mm-hmm. It really does help. I agree. Yeah. So diving a little deeper, so the average days in MLS for April was 29 days. So that is a 21.62% decrease from March. Um, so homes are moving faster. Which is... Which was expected. Yep, absolutely expected. Yeah, the, the spring market has really picked up quite a bit. Um, so yes, I was expecting to see that. And then homes catching up as far as going under contract and closing. Yep. So, Absolutely. Yep. And then splitting that up. So it was 30 days average on market for detached homes and 25 for attached homes. Uh, there were 4,620 active listings at month's end, which is up just a little bit, 2% from March's month's end of 4,516. Um, but year over year, again, looking back to April of 2022, we are up in inventory by 45%. So I mean, having really <laughs> having 2500 homes on the market at the end of the month last year. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. <clears throat> right. And not sustainable. I know we say that a lot when we're reflecting, but it's yeah, good to see that. So it is good to see that. To see the 4500 homes Which is still low, but yeah. it's good to have the inventory. Yes. At least agreed. eking its way up. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, And then as far as new listings for the month of April, there was 4,700. So quite a bit new coming on, but it was a decrease from March's. Hit the the spring market. That's what agents are telling their sellers. Yes. Get get them out there. Get out there. (laughs) Go. Um, So this was an interesting number for us to see. The average close to list price was 100.21% for residential homes. Um, so that means that more, you know, people were paying more than the list price. So there's some more competitive areas yes. out there again, which also to be expected this time of year. Right, but we haven't seen that number over 100 since last summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've it's been, been on, a long time. We've been in that like 96 to 99% range yeah. for the last few months at least. So yeah, it's... That's good to know. Yeah, absolutely. And and it gives you that sense of what is what is happening in the market. How aggressive do I need to be mm-hmm. if I'm a buyer? Yes. And what to expect as a seller. Yes. Yep, exactly. So um, interest rates are at about 6.5% for a 30-year conventional fixed loan. Um, so good to know. Staying in that same sweet spot, kind yep. of between yeah. 5.8 and 6.5, where it's right. been... More or less, man, it's maybe a, a blip or two um, since the beginning of the year, really, mm-hmm. which is nice. So thank goodness, some stability, yeah. some balance. All right, so let's talk about uh, what that means for buyers a little bit, as we always do, like to reflect. And um, there has been a lot that has gone on, I think, that I think it's worth noting. Um, you know, the the idea of what's happening in the current economy, interest rates are always a topic for people. We certainly are not you know, mortgage lender experts. So we're not going to, you know, advise you one way or the other on those. But, and then the, you know, the whole <laughs> bank failing thing in, in certain areas, like that, that spikes people's emotions. Right. And our, our esteemed 
fearless leader, Phil, tells us the number one commodity we deal in is emotions in this business. And so it's important to have that that gauge on your on your radar when you're when you're talking with buyers. Um, and it's it's you can't just blanket statement any of those one things. Right. So I think And it's, you can't just totally listen to the news either. So Absolutely. I mean obviously everyone <laughs> should formulate their own opinion, but at the end of the day, you know, if you want to get your car looked at, you don't take it to um, the hair salon. You take right. it to a mechanic who's going to know what they're talking about. So when it comes to at least figuring out what makes sense in this market for you, and I need to emphasize that for you specifically, right. the buyer, pick up the phone, talk to your agent. It's probably Nicole or me anyway, and yes. make sure that you're just having that conversation because there may be things that you're completely valid for being fearful of. There may be other things that are maybe blown out of proportion, but we're always willing and happy to have those conversations. Definitely. Um, I also think that I've seen a huge uptick in open houses in the last oh, yeah. four or five weeks. Yeah. I think the weather being nice does that. So I think that gets more people out of their homes, even if they're not looking to buy right now. And you, if you're not watching the video, I'm doing air quotes when I say not looking to buy right now, because it, whether whether or not people realize it, if they're even thinking about going to look at open houses, there's a, something in the back of their brain that right. says, eh, maybe. Maybe I'll maybe. go look at it. Yeah. yeah. So, or they're sellers and want to see what, you know, what, their houses are selling for absolutely in their neighborhood, so it's a good thing to go look at them. Yeah, and I think it's it's important to get out there and and uh, do that if you're even starting to consider that walking that path of of buying another home or buying a new home or first time buyer, whatever it is. Open houses are a great kind of mm-hmm. gateway drug to the whole process, so I think that's good. Um, there's that slight hesitation, like like I mentioned before, with from from buyers with the different factors that they can't control that may bring some fear for some people. So the ones that are clicked in, the ones that are already on the path, the ones that are already thinking about this are already in the process. Maybe they've already bid on some homes and lost out or whatever it is. This is a great time because it is slightly actually less competitive. And I'm only speaking from this exact past weekend mm-hmm. from my experience. I, I say that and maybe that's too narrow of a view, but um, I had two different buyers write offers this last weekend. One mm-hmm. were waiting to find out this afternoon what happens because that's the acceptance is. But we were one of two offers. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Through, through the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's that. And then the other one, we didn't even write the offer till today because we could. We could wait. There were, there's a lot of showings, no offers. Okay. Through the whole weekend. So we wrote it on Monday. And I think that's, that's important to note too because we were able to be patient. We were able to not mm-hmm. make a snap decision and bid eight jiggy billion dollars over and all that good stuff. Yeah. I think it's very house dependent. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there because some of them are like that where you can kind of wait until the end of the weekend, but make sure that if you're out there looking at houses and wanting to buy, your agent is double checking like what's going on with that house. Cause a couple weeks ago I had one that my clients were wanting to, well, they did write on it. But they had 10 offers. So there's some like that. But then there's some that are sitting for like two, three weeks. Um, so or yeah, longer. Just, just pay attention. Yeah. And you found out that they had 10 offers by doing what? Did you? Call you picked the up your phone? agent. It's amazing how those Weird. phones work. They don't just text. They actually make phone calls too, which is awesome. So if you get one from one of us, please answer. Thanks. Uh, we, we, we just want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think uh, the other mindset I would maybe put out there is that in my experience, buyers have become more 
knowledgeable and more savvy about some of the aspects of home buying. They, mm-hmm. they, they yeah. have the news um, for better or for worse, and they have the internet for better or for worse. And so there, there are a lot of, uh, I guess, a little bit more informed questions coming out of buyers' yeah. minds now. And so I think it's it's great that those exist. But at the end of the day, much like I said before, I think we want to be that resource for you. So uh, before making any kind of snap decisions, I think it's important to to gain some knowledge from the, the person who's been in it and, yeah. and talk with one of us or talk with your agent, whoever you trust. It's 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 a big investment, but it's still very much a sound investment. And it is. We, we want to be sure that you feel good about the decision you're making. So. Awesome. So on the flip side for our sellers, um, you know, if you're looking to sell here soon, don't miss out on the spring market. Now's a really good time to put your house out there. Um, keep the competitive nature, you know, as best as you can. Um, I will say it's really important to know your price point of your house and like what the market is doing in that price point because there are different markets out there, right? I mean, there's ones that are like the 350 to 500 range, 500 to 750. Um, and I'll say the ones that are more like 350 to about, especially like 550 or 500 to 700, those are going faster, um, have less average days on market than homes that are over a million. Yep. Um, so it's just important to know that if you're kind of above the 800 price point, you might not have as much competition. Right. So make sure you're doing all those things to get your house nice and pretty. Very good advice. Uh, inside and out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, speaking of the insides. So the inspections, we've seen quite a few um, contracts fall out at inspection. Have you been feeling that yes. too? Yes. So what that means is either, you know, you have the inspection, the buyer does the inspection and either they decide to terminate just based on the inspection or more typically they'll like object to the inspection and then try to come to a resolution. And if the sellers and the buyers can't come to a resolution, then the, the contract will terminate. And from, so. from a seller's perspective, it's really important to have a very clear and realistic expectation yes. of your home. It's hard to detach the emotion and love you have for your home. But at the end of the day, you have to know that it's still a home that could potentially have a lot of things. No home is perfect. So no, it could have right. things that come up in inspection. And you have to know, A, that that's a real possibility. And B, where you're comfortable with conceding and where you're not. And right. I think that's that's a big part of that where inspections fall out is the emotion piece comes into play. Exactly. At least on the sell side. And on the sell side, yes, they do. And on the buy side too, I mean, buyers are, no house is perfect, but at the same time, you don't want some things to just crap out on you. Yeah. Right? And you don't want to be no, greedy, but you don't want to. Yeah, it's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance. So I guess the main point to make is as a seller, be aware of that. Um, maybe up front and don't expect to just fly through inspection because I just, it's just not happening right now. But Nicole, I've lived in this home for 30 years and I've never had any issues with my sewer line. That's great. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, you know, right. it's, it's, that's a real conversation we have to have. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So there you go. So it's, it's a fun time to be playing real estate, I would say. 
It is. Absolutely. Very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of the perfect cocktail. You guys want another cocktail? You guys want another mint julep? No? We're still? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm still doing all right here. <laughs> I'm you. fine. You're a trooper. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that does it for our April market update for 2023. Thank you to everyone for joining. As always, uh, we love your viewership and listenership. We'll sure. say. Um, thank you to Hoplark and to Live in the Dream Brewery. Please check them out. Their uh, their web links will be in the in the comments or in the uh, descriptions below the episodes. And as always, we love and appreciate your support. We are. Uh, we are, I think, over a year at this point into this, wow. into this game. We're, cool. we're almost into our, you know, 40s as far as number of episodes. And we we are just endlessly appreciative of the support. If you have friends that you think might enjoy this, share Friend? it with them. Yes, please. We, we love, you know, any kind of new folks we can talk to. Um, I, I got word from my sister that she heard a couple episodes um, recently. So she's pumped on that. And so I'm, I'm pumped for that. Thank you, Tina. We appreciate, I love you and appreciate you. I hope you know that. Um, she's also um, about to have a baby. So I love you too, even much more for that. So um, uh, beyond love that, it. make sure you subscribe. If you haven't already, we want, we want that as well to get those automatic downloads. And if you ever need anything, like say a really cool brewskis and house keys bottle opener, just reach out. We're here. Yes, give us a call. In the meantime, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.